On today's show, we're going to discuss the Yankees weekend in Oakland. It was successful for the first half of the weekend, and then Saturday and Sunday were not successful at all. We'll talk about the problems the Yankees have been having in the second half. Plus, we're going to preview the Yankees playing the Angels, because that starts tonight. All next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, Yankee fans, as you can tell. I'm not feeling well, so um, I'm going to apologize in advance if I sound horrible the entire show, but this is what this is what's happening. So happy Monday. Thank you for watching and listening to Locked On Yankees and making it your first listen every day. We're free and available on all podcasting platforms, including Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Please click the like button and the bell so you know when our videos go up. And uh, yeah, so here we are. The Yankees looked good the first game against Oakland when they scored 13 runs. Then you could tell something was up in the 3-2 game, as in the offense was... uh, I can't even say this in a polite way. I can't say it in a polite way, so I'm not going to say it, but you know what I mean. You know when someone does something too early or too much, and then it affects later on? You know, we're all adults here. Okay, that's basically what happened to the Yankees in this series. Saturday... what Saturday and Sunday were absolutely horrible to watch. Now I only watched a little bit of Saturday and some of Sunday because I've been sick and I don't have a TV in my room and I have to isolate because we think this is the Rona, by the way. Um, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. This team, they don't have the killer instinct. They don't have it. It drives me crazy. The Rays, the Jays and the Astros all had issues this weekend. The Jays got swept by the angels at home. At home, they couldn't do anything against the Angels. The Astros dropped two to the Orioles. The Rays had trouble in Fenway, because they always seem to have trouble in Fenway, no matter how Boston's doing. And the Yankees couldn't take advantage of it on Saturday and Sunday. The lead could have been double digits again. I don't understand what it is with these guys. It drives me crazy. You know, we talk about it all the time. The first half of the season was 2022. The second half of the season, it's regressed back to 2021. It's so infuriating. I don't understand. I don't understand. The A's are not a good team. Their starter on Saturday, yes, he's been pitching better of late, but his ERA was still near six. They couldn't do anything against him. Anything. That it looks like they're going to win on a wild pitch because they couldn't hit the ball. And then Ron Marinaccio, I'm not going to blame him. You know what? Stuff like that happens in baseball. I hate when it happens against the Yankees. You know, pinch hit, two-run home run in the bottom of the inning, and Ron Marinaccio hadn't really given up um, anything against lefties like that all season. And it's like, really? And you kind of knew at that point. You're like, yeah, this doesn't feel like a win. But it didn't feel like a win the entire game because they couldn't do anything. And then that throw from DJ LeMayhew. Like, what on earth? 
you know, people are blaming Rizzo, but that wasn't a good throw at all. Oh. And then yesterday, there no hit until, what the hell inning was it? Five, six? Like, what? Again? That's two days in a row they couldn't do anything against these Oakland pitchers. It's embarrassing. Oakland's not good. They're awful. And I warned you. I told you this. I said, when the Yankees go to Oakland, weird stuff happens. Even when Oakland's bad, weird stuff happens. I said this on the show last week. I've been watching this team for 40 years. And especially in this century, when I paid more attention to it. For some reason, no matter how the A's are doing, the Yankees always have issues against them in Oakland. It's the strangest thing. I don't get it. I really don't. It's just so frustrating. Um, now, <clears throat> I will say that <laughs> Domingo Herman, he pitched well. He pitched really well. And his team didn't do anything for him. And, you know, he's not my favorite person in the world. I don't appreciate what he did and why he got in trouble and that he's on our team. But he did everything that you needed him to do in that game. Seven and two-third innings, three hits, no runs, no walks, five strikeouts. Lowered his ERA to 3.19. And then you have Oler. Eight innings, one hit, one walk, three strikeouts. Now, all right, granted, there were some balls, like the ball that was hit to left by, uh, who hit that ball to left and it had to be caught? It was like a crazy catch. Was it Cabrera? I can't even remember. I'm so sorry. I'm sick and I can't think right now. But because of this performance, Oller's, is it Oller? 5.66 ERA now. I think it was 5.86 when he came into that game. Loisica did fine. Two-thirds of an inning, one hit. And then Marnaccio gave up the home run. And then Trevino couldn't do anything. He was really having a lot of issues pitching, and it was frustrating to watch that. I don't know if it was because he was back in Oakland and was getting, like, you know, nerves or something, but he was all over the place in that last inning of work. And it just, the game had a bad feeling the entire time. I mean, you can't really do anything about that, right? So, oh, well, brush yourself off. No, dust yourself off. That's the saying, dust yourself off. Or pick yourself up, dust yourself off, fly to Anaheim, and be thankful that you're not facing Shohei Otani. Then again, the Yankees do okay against Shohei Otani, so maybe it's not a good thing that they're not facing Shohei Otani. We'll talk about that in segment three. We'll talk more about this series in segment two. But first, you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home, okay? It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that can happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job. You total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. 
play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. So yeah, the killer instinct was gone this weekend, and that's really annoying to me because as I said in segment one, the Rays were having issues, the Jays were having issues, and even the Astros were having issues, and the Yankees could have gained ground, built a bigger distance between themselves and the Jays and the Rays. They could have moved up against the Astros. And then they split this series. It's just not fun. It's not fun. And it's even worse. You know, yesterday wasn't that bad because it was a 4.07 start. But when you stay up late to watch a West Coast game and it ends the way Saturday's game is, I mean, I guess we're lucky that it started slightly earlier than most West Coast games, but that was just a big bummer. You don't like going to sleep after a game like that, especially with DJ looking so bad on that throw. (sighs) What a bummer. And poor... I feel bad for Marinaccio, too, because as I said, it's rare that he does something like that, and uh, hopefully he'll be okay. Um, big ups to Greg Weissert for getting his first K yesterday. Um, props to Kyle Higashioka for trying to get the Yankees back in the game. You know, they scored in, what was it, the fifth inning. They had time to come back, and they didn't. They just could not do anything yesterday, and it was really frustrating. So this is just, I don't know what's going on with this team. The table smash worked for five games. Aaron Boone needs to do something else. Maybe he needs to do a Teresa, Teresa Judice and flip a table instead of banging it. Maybe he needs to, like if there's food in the clubhouse, right? Because I'm assuming they have a table with food. I've never been in a major league clubhouse, but I'm assuming that's how they do it, right? So maybe he can flip the food table and wake these guys up. You know, I was looking on yankees.com and I saw an article about uh, the Yankees talking about how they're aiming to step it up. After taking the first two games of this weekend's series at the Oakland Coliseum, the Yankees were hoping for a better outcome against the A's than a four-game split. They were also hoping their blistering offensive breakout in the opener was the beginning of a trend during a West Coast tour against two struggling teams, but instead, the Yankees will head to Anaheim still searching for more life from their bats. As I said... As I said, they scored too much on Thursday. (laughs) Sometimes that happens (laughs) because when they they were having trouble on Friday too, and they ended up winning only three, two. And, you know, I kind of got a feeling, I I thought to myself, this doesn't bode well for the rest of the the series. And sure enough, because the Yankees outscored the A's 19-13, but that 13-4 win skewed it a lot. They only scored six runs in the final three games of the series. And just both pitchers had bad ERAs. And ugh, it's just frustrating. Boone said, the last 22 plus hours have not been very good for us offensively. That's an understatement. We've got to do a better job and we have to turn the page on this one. We have a big series starting and we've got to get after it and really get some guys rolling. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. You're playing the fourth and fifth place teams. You just split with the fifth place team. So let's see how you do against the fourth place AL West squad in Anaheim. Because, you know, the Yankees also sometimes have issues in Anaheim. 
when they're playing the Angels, no matter how the Angels are doing. So I just don't like West Coast trips. I don't like when they're this late in the season, especially, you know, this is considered the dog days of summer. You know, we're about to enter the stretch run. And it's just not fun to watch these trips this late. And when I revealed the news schedule last Wednesday, I said how there isn't a West Coast trip at this point in the season next year. And that my birthday, they'll be playing, well, they'll still be on the road. They'll be against the Rays in St. Petersburg, which isn't much better because we know how the Yankees do in that place too. But at least they're not on the West Coast. And at least it'll be, you know, a seven o'clock game and not a 10 or a 1040 or a 940 or whatever the time would be. So uh, let's look for other quotes from this because um, I'm sure Aaron Judge said some things because he's basically like the captain of the team, right? Okay. Today, we couldn't really get anything going against their starter, Martinez. Then the bullpen guys came in and we still couldn't really start a rally with a base hit or a walk. We just didn't get it done today. No kidding. But he said the other night we had about 20 hits. So I don't think we're too far off. This is the time of year when it's kind of a grind. Everyone knows that now we have to step it up in Anaheim. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because you could have pulled to within two and a half games of the Astros. You still have a seven and a half game lead over the Rays. The Jays seem to be fading and the Jays Need to worry about the Orioles because I can't believe this. The Orioles are only a game and a half behind the Blue Jays. The Rays are seven and a half behind the Yankees. The Blue Jays are nine. The Orioles are 10 and a half. The Red Sox are 16. That's crazy. That is absolutely bonkers. I like that people were worried about the Orioles at the trade deadline because they traded away Trey Mancini, who was like the heart and soul of that team. They traded away their closer. They haven't missed a beat. You know, they're cooling off because at one point the Orioles were the best team in the AL East for about a month. They're cooling off a bit. Uh, they're six and four in their last 10. So are the Blue Jays. The Red Sox are three and seven. The Rays are seven and three. The Yankees are five and five. So the Yankees are still a 99.9% chance of making the playoffs. So they're still okay, but they need to step it up. They need to step it up because they can't be losing to teams like the A's and the Angels. The A's are 48 and 81. They're 34. 34 games behind the Astros. They're 22 and 43 at home. I'll say it again. 22 and 43 at home. And the Yankees couldn't beat them. Their run differential is minus 150. They're tied with the Royals for the worst run differential in the AL. They don't have the worst run differential in the league. The Nationals and the Pirates... Let's see. The Nationals and the Pirates are worse. The Nationals are minus 216, and the Pirates are minus 196. But the Yankees have no business losing against a team that bad. They really don't. That's just terrible. So in a moment, 
We will preview the pitching matchups. Hopefully they're all set up for the next three nights for the Yankees against Anaheim in Anaheim. Okay, let's preview this. Yankees, Angels in Anaheim. Tonight's game, the uh, start time is 9.38. So thank you for that. It's a little early. It's on Yes. If you're in New York, it's on MLB Network if you're out of market. And then Bally Sports West if you live out in California. So it's going to be Frankie Montas against Jose Suarez. Montas is 4-10 with a 3.84 ERA, 123 strikeouts on the season. He looked better. We went through his numbers last week. He looked better. And he's going more toward how he threw in Oakland because his numbers were skewed a bit when he came over to the Yankees. And as I said, I don't want the Yankees to screw with him like they did with Sonny Gray. Suarez is 4-6 and six with a 4.19 ERA, 71 strikeouts on the season. And that is in 73 innings. As for the Yankees against Suarez, matchup-wise, Benintendi, LeMayhew, and Judge? Oh, and Trevino, they have the most at-bats. Actually, not Judge. Um, and not Benintendi. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa has seven at-bats against Suarez. Nothing. <laughs> he has nothing. There's not a batting average there. DJ LeMayhew, five at-bats, batting 200. Giancarlo Stanton in four at-bats is batting 500, and he has a home run. Gleyber Torres in four at-bats is batting 250, has one home run. So that one hit that he has against Suarez was a three-run home run. As for the Angels against Montas, let's see. David Fletcher in 19 at-bats against him, 100. 100, sorry, 158 batting average with three runs batted in. Shohei Otani actually has three home runs against him in 21 at-bats. He's batting 329, and he's also driven in nine. So yeah, get worried when you see Shohei Otani in the lineup because he seems to own Montas. On Tuesday, it's Tyone against Mayers. Same start time, 938. It's an Amazon Prime game, which I guess is good for me because I'm going to be stuck in my room for the next 10 days. Thank you, Corona. <laughs> so Amazon Prime for Yankee watchers in the New York area. It seems MLB Network out of market only again and Bally Sports West for the West Coast Yankee fans if you want to watch. So Jamison Tyone, 12-4 and with a 3.89 ERA, 115 strikeouts. Mike Mayers, 1-0 with a 4.46 ERA. 32 strikeouts, and that is in only 34 and one-third innings of work. So the Yankees against Mayers, they haven't faced him a lot. Um, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa and Anthony Rizzo have five at-bats against him. Kiner-Falefa is batting 200, but he has a run batted in. And Rizzo is batting 400, has a run batted in. DJ LeMahieu has faced him three times. He's batting 667. Two out of three ain't bad with an RBI. And then as for the Angels against Tyone, Shohei Otani, two home runs in seven at-bats, batting 286, three runs batted in. And he's the only one that has home runs against Tyone. So again, be scared when you see Shohei Otani in the lineup against Montas and Tyone. And then in the finale, 
on Wednesday, Garrett Cole pitching against Patrick Sandoval. Cole hit the 200 strikeout mark this weekend. He's 10-6 and six with a 3.31 ERA, and that is in 157 and two-third innings. Patrick Sandoval is 4-9 with a 3.05 ERA, 120 strikeouts, and that is in 115 innings of work. The matchups. The Yankees against Sandoval. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa has faced him six times. He's only batting 167. The rest of the guys, there's no matchups or it's only two. Andrew Benintendi is batting 502 at bats, so he has one hit against him. Um, Jose Trevino in two at bats has not gotten a hit off him. The Angels against Cole. Mike Trout has a home run against him in 18 at bats. He's batting 278. And Matt Face, is that how you say his name? Five at bats, one home run. He's batting 200. The rest of the guys don't have any home runs against Cole. So this could be a toss up. But then again, it could be, you know. You never know. It could be one of those times when the Yankees sweep the Angels and surprise us. They should, because as I said, the Angels are in fourth place in the AL West, and they're not doing that well. And you're not facing Shohei Otani. But on the other hand, the Yankees kind of like facing Shohei Otani. And, um, you know, with the way it's kind of funny, because with the way the Jays played against the Yankees, I'm surprised that they went home to Toronto and couldn't do anything against Angels pitching. Anything. They were shut down in those three games. It was unbelievable. And I'm kind of mad because I was supposed to take a trip to Toronto last week and I was planning on going to the Friday night game. And I believe the Angels won 11-0. That would have been fun for me. I wouldn't have been obnoxious, though. I would have been silently laughing. So... Yeah, that could have been fun for me, but no, I was stuck home <laughs> laughing about it. And then the Yankees reward me by losing the last two games against Oakland and looking horrible at the plate. Is that karma? Possibly. So they have a day off on Thursday, and then they go to St. Petersburg to play the Rays. So it doesn't get easier for the Yankees. I'm so sorry for being out of breath. It's the illness. Now, I will say, I'm not sure if I can do this again, because this may get worse before it gets better. Sully said he'll pinch hit for me and record a Locked on Yankees for me. So he'll have me covered for at least one. And I'll see if anyone else can maybe co-host with me or guest with me. Let me know if you want me to do a crossover, because I won't have to talk as much if I have a second person with me. So, yeah, this is going to be an interesting week for all of us. And I apologize for the episode being a little shorter than normal, but I'm not feeling well and I need to end it. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, like and comment on YouTube, as well as click the bell notification so you know when our videos go up. And if you're looking for something else to listen to after us, listen to Locked On MLB. Make your second listen of the day, the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, 
brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Monday, and we'll see if I can talk to you tomorrow.